Matt, man. Hey, what's up? It's Devo. It's Devo. <laughs> what's up, everybody? We are back again. Season two, episode one. Oh, yeah, again and again. I have a good feeling about this one, man. I, I definitely have a really, really good feeling about this season. Season one, we learned a lot. It was fun. We had some great guests, good friends on. And uh, season two, we are here, man. We're going to fucking pump this shit to you. Matt, Fuck yeah, how you been, man? You like a big fat dick pumping his cum <laughs> all over your fucking face. Oh, dude, we are one minute in, bro. <laughs> all right, Matt, how you been, bro? Uh, obviously, been obviously right. you're I've always been been a lot of pineapple juice. What does that mean? What? Oh, I think I know what the. I, I mean. Take a guess. Why do you think I would say that after I the think, joke I just made? Which is a I joke. I think I know what that means. But uh, Matt, let's Matt explain the science. Season two, episode one is going to start off weird. Matt. Well, here's a little in, tip for all of you. For what all do you mean you, by that? Well, for all you single fellas out there trying to play the field and uh, get laid and get your dick sucked, do the do the little lady who's uh you know doing you a fucking favor as as a disgusting man <laughs> and putting her, her beautiful mouth over your disgusting cack. And uh, I've heard that when you drink pineapple juice, that it makes your your dick and your cum taste sweet. So that's the science behind it, basically, in a nutshell. As far as I've heard, I don't know. Somebody told me that on a road trip. I know. All right. Pineapple juice. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh no, man. Well, it's been fun. We've uh, we definitely appreciate everyone who listened to season one. Uh, episodes one through ten are live on our Spotify. You guys can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, you'll see some videos here and there on YouTube. Check us. We're here and there on Instagram as well. You'll mostly find us doing this podcast, so it's it's good times. Matt, what do you look forward to on uh, the season? Like, what what is okay? First, first off, what was your take on season one? Like, all the different guests. Like, what was your whole take on season one? How'd you feel about it? Well, obviously, we were what you trying to get our uh, getting trying to figure this out. We're you know just like hey, let's have some fun. Talk. We tried talking about music and. Now we're going in a completely different direction. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, you know, considering that we don't know what the fuck we're doing, as you can tell, I, uh, I thought it was fun. We had a lot of cool friends on. I enjoyed the, the episode with Francisco Alvega, also known as Renee. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and now we get some entertaining Alvega. stories. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, um, that was cool. Well, since we're on the subject, the Francisco L, the Richard Ramirez beatdown from Matt's band and LA Suspects from uh, me and Antonio's band, uh, we have a little announcement coming up later on this month. Matt, give everyone give give them the details, man. We want to see you guys there. Give them the details how to how to make it happen. <laughs> Well, you can, uh, <laughs> uh, we're playing a show, right? Wait, was that you or something else? Uh, I don't know. I think it was my butthole. 
<laughs> now, um, we're playing a show on April 30th at Mi Ranchito Bar and Grill. Mi Ranchito. Mm-hmm. Mi Ranchito. And it's going to be with... Um, who, who's Francis? Actually, Francisco L is going to be opening up some oh, cool acoustic, nice. acoustic set. Them. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good luck and trying it, to upload his uh, live performances, bro. Well, <laughs> we're not going to record him. He's fucking <laughs> bastard. Just kidding. But uh, we're also going to have actually DG. His band Syntax is going to oh, show. Oh, DG's going to make it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to come on our show, but he'll play the show. Well, that's good to hear. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then, uh, obviously, your band is going to play. Nice. And we're going to have uh, Bastidas. There's some old friends of ours. They'll be playing as well. Uh, our band is going to be playing, and headlining the show is going to be the one and only local legends, the Mormons. The Mormons. Very cool. Very nice yeah, lineup, man. Solid lineup. Who, uh, yeah, it's going to be a bunch of, It's going to be a bunch of, you know, different, like, more or less a, a a punk night, post-punk, bunch of, uh, you know, new uh, ska, a uh, bunch of different takes, a bunch of different punk, uh, grindcore, Syntex, of course, they're going to bring that. It's, not, it's actually going to be the reunion show for Syntex. They haven't played in a couple of years, and I know uh, Reun- wow. their fan base, not, you know, not, not wanting them to come back, so they'll be getting that on the 30th. Hey, when you guys came back, like from your from your guys's hiatus, was your first show like? Were you nervous? How did you feel? No, I mean, you know, playing a, it's same thing. I, I was more excited. You know, I like playing playing live. The performance art aspect of it is always, you know, something that's exciting for me. So I enjoy it. Really sure, dude. I remember Antonio told me he was like, "Yeah, we I booked our first show." Oh my god, dude! I was fucking terrified. I was like, <laughs> what, I was like, oh man, for real. And um, is it yeah, this show? I think the show. It was the show. Was I was nervous during the first? Yeah, like my no, not that show. I mean, this show's oh. gonna be super exciting. I'm saying my first show back from like oh right, 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 years and years and years of not playing shows. Like man, it was pretty nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was, I was really nervous. But it was fun, and I'm super excited to be uh, to be playing with you guys. And hopefully everyone has a safe night. Everyone chills out. Everyone has a good times, and <clears throat> they listen to some great music. Honestly, it should be a really chill show. Every like you know, every I know all the people that are gonna be there. You know, it seems like a really fun, you know, cool crowd. So I don't think we're gonna have any problems. Not like our last show where it's <laughs> a bunch of fucking knuckleheads. But it was cool. <laughs> Hardcore is never a complete without some wild antics in my opinion but you know it is what it is never like interrupt the show so we've been gone i think i counted it actually i didn't even count it i'm just gonna go off of feeling i didn't i didn't even look we might have we might have not been out for like maybe like a month and a half but i feel like it's been like three months but um since our break and uh the break before the start of season two, mm-hmm. some stuff has happened in this world that I feel like, oh, you know, people are, are going to go back and listen to it anyways. From what I've seen, like going back and looking at 
all right. the statistics of people listening to us, they're going to go back and listen to this shit anyway. So let's just talk about shit that happened yeah. for a minute. That was, uh, you know, that was, that was live when we were, we were on break. First and foremost, one of the most popular events of anything. I, I've never think like it just blew up, not the internet, it just blew up the whole world, like TV, internet, cell phones, Twitter, Instagram, every meme, the meme culture, Oof. the fucking like no, every, meme culture just, I'm sure like people in like I I don't even want to say anything to be specific, but um right, I'm right. sure everyone around has seen it. What did you what was your take on uh Will Smith oh. smacking Chris Rock, and I want to give a shout out to Chris Rock for taking it like a G. He had his hands behind his back, but there's a picture oh, where you see like when he get, he's getting hit, he's already yeah. clenching his fist. But the 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 uh, restraint that yeah. this guy had, knowing that he was on national television, knowing that oh, he couldn't geez. fight back, he oh man, what was your? Take I mean, he didn't, yeah, he didn't even go into more. He didn't. He could. I mean, it's Chris Rock. I'm sure he could have totally roasted him and. Made him look like a fool, but more of a fool than he already looked like. I mean, I don't know, man. I just think that that's. Uh, I mean, what am I going to say that hasn't already been said at this point? It's what going on two weeks, and um, yeah, I, I just think it's you know. Okay, how about this? How about this? How about this? Half of this community. Put yourself. Let's just just for a second. Just for a second, you're Will Smith, right? And you, you, okay. like you know, everybody, and we've seen this, and it's it's happened where it's a, a crime of passion. What happened was a crime. It's not right. at the end of the day, well, it didn't happen, but it is a crime, right? So you, we we talked about this on our podcast, so crimes of passion, right? Mm -hmm. So, right. what if that, what if that, the way that transpired? Now, put yourself. What would you do if you're Will Smith? What would you do going forward? What do you mean if 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 do you think him, him withdrawing himself from the academy and all this stuff was like the oh, right decision well, and all that stuff. I mean, like, what would you do if you were in that position? Look, honestly, I think um, he probably should have at least, at the very least, been removed, right, from the the goddamn uh, program. Is he even gonna get the the award? I think what I mean, it is is it's that's all that's planned, dude, because they they're like. They can't remove him. They know he's gonna win coming up next. It's all planned. I just, I, you know, it's. I just feel like it is planned, and that showed. They kind of showed their hand there because they couldn't you, remove you him because was he planned? was gonna win. Well, because they knew he was, was gonna win. And he hit him. That he hit him. No, no. I think that. I don't even think that he. It bothered him. I thought yeah. that he. I thought that he thought it was funny. Yeah. But I, it looked like his wife. Didn't well, like that, it at all. that. I mean, that's a whole other can of worms talking about the psychology of that fucking guy. I mean, he's a cuck. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, I mean, when it, when it when it when it when it happened, it looked like he laughed. His wife looked at him like, "Nah, I can't yeah. let this happen." And then he probably got emotional, like. And he should have just comforted his wife, you know. I mean, and anyway, uh, you know, it, I I don't know, I don't understand the rules anymore because I thought you know these talking about you know toxic masculinity, all this kind of shit, you know. I think well, I I think Jada should have gotten up and smacked that fucking dude. Should have Chris slapped Chris Rock. I would have been like, "Oh, Jesus!" I think what should have happened is obviously he shouldn't have got up and hit him. But I think what yeah. he should what he should have done, and I'm no, sure, I, obviously I'm sure I'm he should have done that. I'm saying like if she, you know, and I'm talking about like in this this culture that we've you know that we've established, it would have been 
you know, proper, more acceptable as a, as a, you know, for her, socially acceptable for her to get up and slap Chris Rock, you know, than for Will Smith to, to, to take it upon himself to feel that, you know, his wife wasn't strong enough to handle a joke like that, even though, you know, on her face, like, obviously she was upset by it, but, you know, the fact that he took it upon himself, you know, to walk up there and just smack Chris Rock. Yeah. And I think obviously what what it is is just lack of accountability, dude. He knows he's going to get away with it. He's. I don't uh, know. Was they asked him to leave. Uh... Refused to. I don't know. It just a, it, it seemed like a bunch of horse shit. And then he gets a standing ovation. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why that's your you know it was planned, and they couldn't do anything about it. But I think I think what he should have done is he, if he if he was really really upset and really really hurt by that joke, he had plenty of time between him doing that and his speech he could have yeah. he could have did a quick little jab at him right back to him during his speech when he won that oscar yeah, exactly. you know what i mean yeah. he could have easily got some fucking quick material from somebody or anything let me get a good fucking zinger about chris yeah. uh about chris rock's wife or something like yeah, that we got, you know we got, I mean? we got the best in the world in the room here. yeah yeah somebody give me a joke yeah, yep, right? exactly, dude. Clock, so I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I think he would, he would have rather taken that route. If that well, that just goes to show you what a bunch of fucking hacks, you know, these people are. You know, I, I'm just saying, you know, this community, this self righteous people with their fucking heads up their ass. Um, they can't even follow their own fucking ideology or rules. So I mean, that just goes to show you. That's that's why I think it's so, you know, really culturally relevant is because we hold these people up as some kind of fucking you know they come out and they whatever you know i think everyone's entitled to your opinion but they're given platforms you know what i mean like the the oscars and all this shit i mean they were they award themselves with fucking prizes and then they give themselves platforms to make these you know kind of uh you know these virtue signal fucking statements and crap yeah. that they don't even follow they don't even follow it and that's why I think it's it's really sad. That's why fuck fuck Will Smith, you know, fuck Chris Rock at the end of the day, and and Jada Jada Pinkett, Tupac's girl, fuck all of them at the end of the day. What <laughs> uh, I think the the problem is is as you know the what how we hold these people up as idols as a culture. It's disgusting. It's just well, it's, 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 the, it's movies, man. Because look at look at look at yeah. Like you may say that, yeah, but people feel powerful ways when they watch Independence Day, when they watch I Am Robot, when they watch all these films that Will Smith is in, and yeah. it's like you know they 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 watch them from Fresh Prince of Bel Air, dude, like from all, well, all the way from yeah. being a little kid growing up to a man to having yeah. kids. And it's like, I think it shocked them that they they did it. They they like most people couldn't even think that he was capable of doing that. Well, that's you know what I mean? that that's what I'm talking about. Is that people can't separate these fucking these humans from the characters that they portray on screen, and even to a certain extent, maybe them themselves. And that's what's the fuck. And that's the thing. Look, Will Smith with his. Uh, his the one the first thing that came to his head is like oh I'm playing a character you know I feel like I'm still this fucking character like okay I get it man you know hey it killed Heath Ledger right getting deep in a character very but, deep in a character bro but my thing is like come on man like you gotta that's when like 
oh god like don't you don't i don't know man just don't take yourself too serious that's the i think that's the problem is that they take themselves too serious they know they can get away with shit and we hold them up to a certain uh level where they feel like it's you know they know they can get so away. it's okay to <laughs> it's okay to do that i'm repeating myself i'm going around in circles but that's that's i think that's the thing man that's what's really fucking egregious about this you know what i mean yeah yeah and um i do in a yeah we'll sidestep that and we want to give a huge uh rest in peace to taylor hawkins um Ooh, yeah that's that sad there it's you know it's a sad sad moment in music history uh really <laughs> solid drummer really really great 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 person um had a family he had a he had a he was a part of Atlantis Morissette's one of her probably the, her greatest album ever, and um, he definitely cemented himself. I personally think that he definitely deserves a spot in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just for his work with the Foo Fighters, and then also on top of that, it gives credibility because he was uh, Dave Grohl's drummer. I mean, one of the best ever dudes. So, Matt, what what are your thoughts on the whole um, you know his passing and right before they're about to play? Um, What's up, man? Well, I just want to start out by saying I think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I guess if that's like something that... Matt, you may feel that way, but a lot of people don't yeah, feel that way. I know. They feel you know like it's, it's, yeah, it's, our, it's like uh, in music. It meant like a lot to Joy Ramon. Baseball so. Hall of Fame. Your fucking football hall of fame, something that's held to a huge, 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 like a I, highest standard. Well, like the, you know what? You, reach you, the know, you know why I think it's different than like a sports hall of fame or whatever. Why, man? Music is, is. I think it's harder. It's, it's harder subjective. than sports. It's subjective it's than sports. because no one's going to have the same opinion on musical taste, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's you're people given that like the physical tools. If, if God makes you fucking six six super strong and athletic well guess what you're probably gonna odds are you're probably gonna be good but guess what that same person might have musical abilities that you wouldn't even think of so it's like it's i think having to make it to the musical or the rock and roll hall of fame it's way harder than actually being in the the uh, football hall of fame or the fucking hockey hall of fame, wrestling hall of fame. Honestly, look, this goes back to my other point where fuck idolizing people, fuck putting them on these fucking plateaus or whatever, these pillars of fucking that we deem, you know, culturally relevant when it doesn't fucking matter. Like sports, okay, whatever, whatever. Okay, whatever floats your boat, dude. Uh, Hall of Fame. I, I don't think I think it's um harder like you're saying for rock and roll hall of fame or music any kind of music hall of fame because music is subjective dude there are bands that are blacklisted from this rock and roll hall of fame horseshit because they just the people that have a say in who the fuck gets inducted don't like yeah. them or they don't or they think that music is unworthy like or some type of shit you know like what the fuck you're talking okay you have you have a rock and roll hall of fame and they have a punk rock section and there are so many fucking punk rock bands that are well past this 25 year threshold horseshit 
And <laughs> are they ever going to get get inducted, or what? Oh, they're just going to induct like what all of hell, LA hardcore, and that's going to you know account for Black Flag and all these super minor threat or no, you know, on the LA hardcore, not minor threat, but hardcore in general, all these super culturally and musically relevant bands that are never going to be in there. They're never going to get in there, dude. So that's why, I mean, whatever. Okay. For Taylor Hawkins, I, Foo Fighters. Yeah. You know what? That's some, um, fucking mass produced, uh, you know, horseshit. Yeah. Go ahead. Put it in the hall of fame. I guess that matters. That would matter to them. Or that would matter to their fans, sure. No, uh, man, I don't think it's. I, I don't think it's like that. I, I, I really don't. Doesn't matter. I th- you got. You got like. I don't think the maybe the Foo Fighters were overproduced, maybe, maybe, but these guys did it in their own way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess. Uh, look, let me th- look. I honestly, I've already given you my opinion on the Foo Fighters. I really. I don't think they're anything different than 90s. They're 90s alternative. And to be honest with you, I don't, I don't, I don't really like them. And I will say this. um, I did notice how happy Taylor always looked in all of his photos. And it's funny how fucking miserable Pat Smear looks in all these (laughs) pictures. Like, like, oh, well, you know, I'm here. I sold my fucking soul to it. To Dave Grohl, and in return, he's holding to the devil like he did his own. And obviously, right, and obviously, right. I love Pat Smear. I, I mean, Pat, I love Pat Smear. Yeah, duh. But I love Dave Grohl. I mean, he's the drummer for Nirvana. No shit. Yeah. But Foo Fighters, no. You know, I'm glad they can make a living. And and honestly, and I fucking hate bands with three guitar players. That just gets on my fucking nerves. I'm sorry. Why? Why does that bother you? Oh, Why God, does that bother you, man? Let's take a <sighs> Matt's mind of bother. What? Why? Your your pet peeves? A band with three guitars. Oh, it's bother. Like Iron Maiden does it too, and I love Iron Maiden. I'm just like, oh god, why do you need three guitar players? But whatever, they can afford it, and I get it. They don't want to kick their buddies out and everything. That's nice of them. I'm gonna go through a list of uh, bands with three guitar players. Oof. Iron Maiden. Right. Leonard Skinner. Well, I don't like him anyway, but okay. Radiohead. Radiohead does have three guitar players. You're right. But Queens of the Stone Age. But Tom York doesn't always play guitar. Pearl Jam. Bad Religion. Pearl Jam doesn't have three guitar players. Eddie Vedder is a, is the singer. I guess he 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 gets on the guitar. Sometimes, see, that's why, like, I don't count that as like three guitar players. Like Eddie Vedder doesn't just play the guitar and you know he sings most of the time where you know the third guitar player for fucking um uh you know iron maiden and bad religion that's all they do whatever i'm I'm throwing out iconic bands this is just come on i mean okay whatever it's cool like fine three guitar players fuck it whatever that does bother you though it bothers is the it, shit. Is it because there's just like too many people on stage, or what is it? Why is that? Too many people on stage. Like, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess if that's like your thing, don't get me wrong. I understand. How I'm many parts can three different guitar players play? Orchestra rock band. But I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't and I'm, I'm, 
I'm being close minded. It's cool. I'm sure you know. Your fucking works. string I, I, section and your horn section. And... <sighs> well, three guitar players. No, I'm not saying that too many people what? on stage is a bad thing. But I'm talking about one, official band members. One and then, tune like, to full step down. Three of them are guitar players. <laughs> Although Dave Grohl is also a singer and guitar player, so whatever. But it's just. What are your thoughts on people who buy guitars that are opposite of their power hand and flip them around just to think they're Jimi Hendrix? I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck you just said. I that's cool. You know what I'm talking about. People like so. So say like I'm, I'm so I play I'm, I so I play a righty. Like okay. if I buy a left-handed guitar just to flip it around and think of Jimi Hendrix and restring it, and you play it right-handed, yeah, but it's just left. Oh. But it's a left-handed because you remember because you know how he well, that's left. fucking stupid. <laughs> you didn't know that was a thing. That's a thing, dude. You didn't know that. That's why I said, "What is your? What was your opinion on that?" There's a I'm sorry. I guess it didn't register me because it was so absurd and stupid. I was like, okay. "Why would you do that?" <laughs> to think you're Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, okay. Now, now I want to pull up a list of people who do that. You'll probably be shocked. I don't want to know. Okay, good. All right, man, we're <laughs> <gonna> be... <laughs> well, that being said, I, I, I R.I.P. Uh, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. One of the, one of the, I did read a little bit of his articles and a little bit of his his uh, interviews just before we we uh, jump onto the next subject, but. One of his things was like, he said, I don't want to tell you not to do drugs because I do drugs and they're fun. <laughs> he said something like that. This was after a fucking overdose, dude. So he was a he was a wild guy. Well, I appreciate his honesty. Yeah, straight. He's straight up, man. People always like, oh, I wish I wish you just, you know, speak your mind. And when somebody does, it's like, yeah, it's pretty refreshing. They're like, man, why didn't you shut the fuck up? Speaking about somebody speaking his mind. This is, this was amazing, man. This was straight amazing. The biggest company in the whole world didn't have one union. Oh. And a few years ago, an, a man by the name of Chris Smalls, he did, it all, he did his own in-work protests of the harsh environments of working at an at a Amazon facility. Yeah. And they fired his ass. Just fired his ass right on the spot. So, and at that time, Amazon didn't have a union. So when he got fired, there's not really much you can do, right? You right. can hire an attorney and go through that, but you you really you really are just kind of screwed. Yeah, and that's just the that's, that's just the agreement that you had with Amazon when you got hired, that's just, that was just the rules. It's probably when you signed your contract, it was buried in there, but he got pissed because this was done to him when he was just trying to fight, you know, the conditions people were facing working during a pandemic, during the thick of it. Right. So he organized people who worked at the Amazon facility, I believe it was in Staten Island, I think it's the only one in New York City. So imagine how much these owners are raking in now. People don't understand that different facilities and different sorting centers are not all owned 
by Jeff Bezos is very similar to franchising a McDonald's, franchising a Pizza Hut or something like that. Mm. You know, it's very similar really? to that. So that's why you I see didn't... so many Amazon locations, so many Amazon employees. That's why they, they can boast, oh, I'm, you know, millions of on on pe- on the payroll and stuff like that. That's why. So they don't they don't have one union. Think about this: the biggest company in the whole world. They don't have one union. This guy. Well, unions are very rare in general these days, dude. I mean, most yeah. most of the I mean, McDonald's doesn't have a fucking union. Exactly. So this guy, he got together with the people who work at that facility, met him at bus stops, invited him to barbecues, just hung out with them to try to get him to vote on. You know, being the first Amazon location with a union. I guess the first attempt didn't work out. Second attempt, they made it happen. He became they opened up the first they're not opened up, but they're starting with the necessary votes right. to create the first Amazon union. Hmm. And it was all grassroots. There was no major donate donations from any other unions it was all grassroots all spearheaded by this one guy matt thoughts on how huge corporations take advantage of their workers and thoughts on how this can possibly be duplicated in the several facilities now think about this amazon was set up that way for a reason right because the union happened and they're getting their, their the first union, but it's only at one facility among thousands. So the fight is long, but it happened. And so what are your thoughts on those two things, man? Well, it's going to be hard, dude, because you have a lot of states that have, like, uh, you know, the right to work laws and everything like that. So it's really hard, man. And then the way that um, Amazon is set up, but the way you're telling me, so these uh, sorting facilities are owned by individual, like, private people. You have sorting facilities, uh, 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 well, you got sorting, sorting facilities, fulfillment centers, prime facilities. Uh, what is that? Their grocery, I don't even know the grocery name of it, but it's fresh, or whatever. fresh, fresh. You got those facilities, and then you also have a, a maybe about 2,000 different third parties that are also involved in all this money pile man right well i mean fuck corporate america dude you know what i feel but uh so how was this guy able to do this how was he able to do this well i mean you know obviously congrats obviously congrats to him and those workers man that's good hopefully there's no uh residual you know Blowback from the company where they just well, yeah, shut a down huge target, man. Huge target on his back now. I'm sure. I mean, obviously they're not going to fucking kill him or anything like. Some people are saying. I've heard. I've heard this story, and that's good for them. You know what I mean? Um, it's going to be hard to unionize this company, man. I think this is the same reason why uh, FedEx was so hard to unionize. Is the you know the the independent contractor aspect of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They have yeah. different they have different worker laws and everything like that. They're not you know direct employees for this company. Where you know companies like UPS they're unionized because all the drivers are under the umbrella of the company. Gotcha. So it's easier for the union to be able to negotiate with the company and for these workers because they're all under one. There's no uh, 
UPS uh, light or whatever the fuck, you know. Exactly. Exactly. It was under some other fucking right. contract. As and... far as I know. So, um, it might, what, what that tells me, though, hard. is how bad it is to work at one of these places, man. That's all that says. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. we're not getting paid yeah. enough, and it's fucked up here. And it's fucking disgusting. All these uh, uh, politicians that were no shows for all this now try to come out and like take credit or try to you know show their face now. <laughs> it's like oh fuck you. Man. But you know, that's the name of the game. Good for them. I hope they can keep it up. I hope the the company doesn't do something disgusting and to you know union busting's a real thing, brother. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna definitely keep track of that one. Um, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Now, yeah. Other than than this victory, there's nothing much 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 else you could say. You know, you just gotta wait and see. You literally just have to wait and see. And one thing we're gonna have to wait and see. And this, there have been not only new develop new developments, recent developments. Everything's going on on this subject, Matt. And nothing. Listen, our our listeners know nothing riles Matt up like L.A. politicians, okay? Oof. Nothing Oof. gets this guy going. Look at I yeah. <laughs> He was hanging on a thread. He didn't know what the fuck was I was going to say. I said, L.A. Yeah, and I said, gee, politicians. Oh, no. oh. I'm going to put on my choke chain because I'm about to that, jump through this computer hurt. and start humping some fuckers. That hurt, huh? Yeah. All right, so we're going to pull up the candidate list. Let's, let's, let's run through this, Matt. Let's run through this because uh, it's important. It's our city, and we have a bunch Woo! of candidates pitching. You know, most of them are pitching something similar, which is going to be a ban on camping in the city of Los Angeles. Some people have ways of going about that. Some have a strike, uh, uh, very similar to like the three-strike rule type thing, but they haven't really said what was going to happen after three strikes. So, like, after three strikes, they're obviously not going to be killing people. So, what happens after three strikes? So, they haven't really said about that. Um, so, we're going to go through the list. We're going to see what what's what's going on. Now. I want to know. I'm going to say their name, Matt. You just let me know anything you might know about them and how you feel about them. I'm going to do a quick, quick name, quick little, uh, quick okay. little uh, spiel who they are, I guess you would say. Oh, wow, uh, we got the U.S. Cool. representative. Karen Bass. Uh, oh, she was. Uh, she's a communist. She's a U.S. You know, she's in the U.S. House of Representatives, so she's out oh, that in Washington. Lovely, <laughs> beloved establishment. Oh, good golly! So she's sixty-seven, and um, so she's, she's old. She's uh, she's running to be the next mayor. What are your thoughts, man? Uh, I think she's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I mean, I nothing, nothing really much to say about her. Although I know she used to, um, she said some really good things about Cuba and Fidel Castro, and you know, all no, those, fucking, for real? those tolerant fucking pieces of shit down there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they really glorify those fucking. Those uh, assholes in Cuba, dude. Those fucking dictating motherfuckers. 
bunch of um, intolerant fucking murderers. But you know, it's neither here nor there. But she likes them. Yeah. So she, what she wants to do, she wants to, (laughs) she wants to put a a full blown humanitarian emergency, stating. 40,000 people sleep on the streets of Los Angeles every night. Oh, there's a lot more than that, buddy. More than any other city in the nation. First off, she's lying about the numbers. She went hard with the 40,000. What is she basing that off of? I it, there's forty thousand. Yeah, like basing it off of, uh, you know, what is gonna not make these fucking assholes that have been running the fucking uh, city look that bad? Forty thousand. That's less than sixty thousand in people's minds. But right, yeah, so that was uh, Karen Bass. She's she's fighting for your vote. Next <laughs> up, City Councilman yeah. Joe. The whole that they are, that they are, they are whores, they're whores. The, the Joe Buscaino, Buscaino is a former LAPD officer when oh, they were God. in their uh, also, he's not corrupt in the slightest. <laughs> he was representing the 15th district, which covers Los Angeles Harbor, all those uh, all those peeps out in San Pedro and. Carson, oh. I'm not. I don't know if Car- is Car. I think Carson might be their own city, but all that those port areas and harbor cities, harbor city, I think is another one. But um, what are your thoughts on this guy? Uh, he's probably. I don't know. You know, honestly, I don't know much about him. Uh, I'm not gonna say anything, but he's a cop. So what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I feel about the cops? I don't trust. He's them. putting out he okay, so he wants to increase a huge, huge hiring of uh LAPD officers. So Ooh. he wants to get a he wants to get a huge, huge, huge increase in that. And he was actually the one who is uh putting in the no camping. And then and if he is if he's granted mayor by the amount of votes he's that he elected. receives, if he yeah. is, you know, if he's selected as mayor. He's getting September 3rd as the date. No camping date. But this this upcoming September? Yes, this year. This year. Yep. Well, I mean, how are they? Okay, you know what? Let's stop. Pause. This no camping fucking ban that, you know, this this situation that they've already fucking allowed a fester and get out of get, let get out of control with this fucking constant can kicking down the fucking road. How how do they plan on enforcing this shit? So what you're gonna have is a, is a bunch of a uh, fucking we're gonna let we're gonna hire more cops because they're gonna go out there and they're gonna round up all these fucking bums that we allowed to fucking hang out for all this, this long and now it's a problem because people are starting to get their fucking heads out of their asses. But what like what are they, what are they gonna do? It's, it, it kind of reminds me of the the little, you know, when they say, hey, well, what? They can't arrest all of us. Like, what are they going to do? They can't arrest all of us? <laughs> yeah. You know, like when you have a mob of people like doing one, committing one fucking crime, you know, it's like it's hard for the police to enforce that, to enforce law on everybody. What they're essentially going to have to do is go door to door, you know, figuratively speaking, to these what tents and campers or, or is a camper considered a fucking uh you know camping 
Well, I'm sure the, you know, knowing the the way this guy's rolling, I'm sure he's gonna be. We're looking at uh, I'm sure we're gonna be looking at a, some kind of maybe permit parking, something like that, where it's gonna be, you know, you have to prove for residency. You know, well, cause, yeah, because well, yeah, because a mobile home is considered a docile. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's a thing. So you, I would think some kind of permit permit uh, parking would 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 end that immediately. Oh, well, there's a, there's a new tax now. They're gonna tax all the fucking. You gotta fuck. You wanna camp out? You gotta pay the tax. But you know, <laughs> these people are gonna pay that, dude. I don't know. Next up, City Councilman Kevin DeLeon. This guy is. Uh, he's actually been doing some work. Uh, he's a slick talker. Um, he does sound like he's. Def- he, I mean, the way he the way he moves, it just sounds like he's getting some kind of kickback. It just sounds. He's like a slick. Ta- yeah, De yeah. Leon. He's uh, one of these fucking uh, establishment uh, LA establishment cronies, dude. He's a piece of shit. So he he's he is pushing um, a model that he's been been going back and forth, which is a uh, first off, he built not he not he built. But this fucker, he, he secured funding. We got to give him his uh, props where it's at. But he secured funding and opened the largest tiny home village in Highland Park, which the fucking residents there did not like. At least at least uh, from the news stories I've seen of residents talking to reporters, they were like, just live it, dude. A but they tiny opened up home a tiny village? home, so which it's like a I'm not sure how big it is, but it's like the size of maybe a little shed. Has a yeah, nice... I, I know what a tiny home. I think they're kind of cool, to be honest with you. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, it, it did get a lot of people, at, at least in that area, off the streets and off the sidewalks, which is what I mean, and off the out of the parks. So wait, you, they did wait, where they set wait, it up. It's kind of a park area that wasn't really used due to like the way it's set up. So he so so they set up this a bunch of tiny homes and they put uh, homeless people in them. Yeah. He did a tiny, tiny home village. He is oh, also well, did, they're I also doing one know. in Eagle Rock. He's opening up a, another one in Eagle Rock. And then what he did uh, very close to my area, which is um, he, I, I think it's him. I, yeah, it is him. He did it in El Sereno. Um, I don't know if everybody remembered if you were driving between, if you're going from like anywhere down Huntington Drive, once you hit El Sereno, and this there's is a all median. The- the where there was like LA people area. living yeah and he he bought well they secured funding for that hotel which was right off of uh huntington drive and i forgot the the, the side street but it takes you into alhambra but he bought that that uh hotel and another one i think it was called the alhambra inn right before oh alhambra. i know where that is yeah he bought both of them and that's like a like the project turnkey or whatever that's called, but he got homeless people living in the, the hotel rooms. So that's what he's going off of. So he has a plan that's been going on. Obviously, he seems like he's been getting re- he's been getting ready for this uh, this mayor election because he's set up. He's the only guy who seems to actually have done something. What are your thoughts well, on that? He has done controversial shit though with this. the opening. Without, I mean, nobody uh, nobody likes that dude. I mean, so you're just going to have, oh my God. It's basically the same problem, dude. Okay. Because I don't think, I don't know what I'm about to say is controversial, but a majority majority of the people living on the streets 
aren't living on the streets because they're, they're, they're suffering from hard times. Or, you know, we have like this fucking image in our head that is just not true, dude. A lot of these people want to be out there. Or they're like, they are sad but true, dude. They got mental issues. So just sticking, taking a bunch of people who, um, you know, whether for better or worse, they got fucking issues and sticking them in a centralized area, in a suburb. And I mean, I know we have those kind of like these halfway houses or whatever, like Highland Park has like tons. I don't know if people know this or not, but it has tons of halfway houses all over the place. There's one on Meridian. There's one on fucking Avenue 57. And these wow. are just the ones I that I know up, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I guess put them, put them somewhere. But who's going to take care of these places? Are those jobs or something that well, we're going to create? Which, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against jobs. I can but, easily see it being over, you know, these, uh, you know, the hotels at least, or even these communities being overtaken by maybe like a, a gang or something, you know, claiming. I mean, yeah, there's that too, that. man. You know what I mean? Like you can, you, it's just, I don't know, man. It just seems like a prop, like, a, like, a, I wouldn't like it either. I'm going to be honest with you. If I lived of, especially in, in Eagle Rock and Highland Park, dude, uh, they, these fucking, uh, dumbass hipsters have fucking gentrified the area so goddamn much that they're paying $2 million now for these fucking homes in Highland Park, <laughs> Highland Park, dude. Like this is where our fucking parents used to, you know, whatever. That's another whole nother issue. We want to talk about, you know, modern day, colo- co- you know, colonialism, in my opinion, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, <laughs> weird. but whatever, they're paying a lot of money for these fucking houses, man. So yeah, it would kind of piss me off if, you know, you're going to, you're putting these fucking, whatever these, whatever, man. I, it's a complicated issue. Well, it's just and, that. And that you know I mean, is? at the end of the day, that's a de- that's a direct result of them moving in and the. Well, it's a direct result, in. honestly, of the way that they fucking vote, dude. I mean, that's these people true. they they want they want to vote for these feel good positive. Yeah, you know, let them let them fucking live in their own shit. What's the harm? Yeah, and then look what happens. And then, of course, of course, our most tolerant fucking uh, you know citizens are the first to fucking bitch, dude. Which I mean, I don't blame them. But then it's kind of a, a situation, in my opinion, where it comes to like, well, you reap what you sow. That's what happens when you don't when you don't force people to take accountability. And I know it's hard. I'm not saying that. Oh, hey, you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and shit like that. Yeah, I know it's not that easy. But fucking a man, when you're just when you just hey, do it, have at it, and let. <laughs> What the fuck you think is going to happen? People are fucking disgusting. So we have uh, next up, city attorney, Mike. I'm trying to be nice. If you, if you, you can know, notice, okay, so we also have a, a city attorney, Mike <laughs> Fuhr. Mike Fuhr. Mike Fuhr. Oh, that sounds you know that little is, fucking right? nice and fitting for our authoritarian. <sighs> you know, bunch of authoritarians run this city, man. Don't get me started on that bitch. What's her name? Uh, Barbara uh, Ferrer or whatever. She's not even a fucking doctor and she's in charge of... She has doesn't have a PhD in anything. And in health. And she has a PhD in fucking like community uh, studies or some fucking bullshit. But she, she runs the health, the health department and she doesn't have a PhD in health. What the fuck? 
No way. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, Mike Fuhr. That sounds fucking appropriate. Another, uh, I guess, notable notable guy who's trying. Uh, <laughs> businessman Rick Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Caruso. Uh, this is what it looks like when you put a snowball in hell. <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh my god dude horrible these are all horrible choices it's like okay so we have candidate number one uh shit sandwich candidate number two uh used condom candidate number three uh dried turd <laughs> fucking crazy man it's, it's uh well i mean that's that's who uh the people have to choose from yeah some other uh some other people hey look full disclosure i wish them all whoever gets elected mayor of la yeah has a tall order and i wish them the best of luck i just hope they have the guts in my opinion at this point you have to have the guts to do what it to to say the things and do the things that are necessary to clean up the the fucking city, man. Because I don't know if people know this, but we got a we got a serious crime problem here, man. It's funny how like I talk to I take Uber and Lyft a lot, and and a lot of these a lot of people have the same stories. You know, their cars getting broken into, and you know, a lot of petty shit. That's yeah, in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, people like um, the Hollywood elite. And I'm talking about when I talk about Hollywood elite, I'm not talking about the boots on the ground, you know, regular people, the crew, the ground crew, all these people that are just doing a job. I'm talking about the actors and producers that are worth and directors that are worth millions of dollars talking this shit, trying to say like, oh, LA's not that bad. Look at from my penthouse. and Yeah, I've had my car broken into like, yeah, no shit. Because you can fucking have somebody come to your house and you don't even real you don't even notice the money that's been taken from your account and have that window fixed the next day. Yeah. So it's really fucking disheartening and disgusting, if you ask me, when you have these when you have these people chiming in on real world fucking issues like people having their fucking cars broken into. It's annoying having your catalytic converter stolen. It's fucking annoying because for the average regular person that can still afford to live in LA who didn't sell their fucking house to some fucking asshole, some Hollywood asshole, (laughs) whatever, it's inconvenient. It costs money. Just like the these fucking outrageous gas prices, dude. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? It's like we have gas prices straight out of a fucking Will Smith movie. Literally, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? So it's it's disgusting, and what these people don't realize is okay. So let's 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 take our let's put our thinking caps on and put ourselves in the shoes of a single mother, who she can't afford to live in LA anymore because it's the fucking rent and the prices are fucking outrageous. So she has to move out to San Bernardino, or you know. Lancaster and she has to drive to LA because well whether like it or not this is where the jobs still are it's funny they moved all the fucking regular people out and they have and the jobs are 
Jesus. So now she has to fucking pay, let's say, $100 a week on gas. That's a $400 a week, a month, dude. That's another bill. That's a fucking car payment. So you're yeah. asking her to pay to essentially here's another $400 fucking uh, bill. But you know, if you don't like it, you should get a Tesla bitch because it's your problem. Like what the fuck? That was, that's what Stephen Colbert thinks. Oh, he'll pay $14 because he drives a Tesla and has his thumb up his ass. So, <laughs> so now you're asking this woman to pay another bill. And also if her catalytic converter or her fucking window gets broken or some shit, Hey, Hey bitch, you bigot. Don't complain, <laughs> you know, because uh, you look like a bitch to fucking uh, Seth Rogen or some shit. Like, fuck these people, dude. No, I, don't, I totally forgot what the whole tangent was. <laughs> dude, it's ridiculous. High it's gas. Just, high gas prices. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Like, yeah, high gas prices. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, how can we fucking uh, pull the pants down of the little guy and stick our dicks in them raw dog? It's like, fuck. Like, how can we do this harder? <laughs> it's, 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 it's fucking ridiculous. Dude, it's fucking ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous what's happened to LA. And it wasn't like this, man. Because, you know, we were born and raised here. And, like, you know, our parents, you know, my mom's first generation, you know, Mexican immigrant and shit. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, you had problems or whatever. You had gang issues and everything, but. I mean, you know, those were um, problems that we solved as a community, you know, things that I think, you know, we need to come to terms with and deal with internally. But this this new fucking uh, issue where, you know, there's this rampant fucking crime, this rampant fucking, there's problems all over the place, and you really talk about it. Because <laughs> if you talk about the issues, you're automatically... Uh, um, you know, prescribe the label. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? It's like, okay. And and you know what's so sad, Steve? You know what's the fucking saddest, uh, saddest part? What, man? Is they're going to vote for the same kinds of fucking people that are going to, that are going to do the same shit. And I'm not talking about, oh, we need to get like Republicans in here. Everybody. But for the love of fucking God, man, can we get some fucking people in here that have some common sense? I don't fuck, think that's dude. possible, no no matter who the fuck their their side they're on, because at the end of the day, people are going to go to their sides. They're going to go to their tribes, and if you attack so and so because she believes or he believes this way, well, what you say? You're attacking them. <laughs> so we can't even talk about the issues because it, now it's an attack on identity. It's attack on on uh, ideology. Like what the fuck? No, man. I just want the goddamn. Uh, trash cleaned up. I want the fucking gangs cleaned up. I want the crime cleaned up. Like, what the fuck? I want the potholes filled. For the love of God, bro. <laughs> Damn. And I want my pot legal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't smoke pot. But if I did, I would want it legal. Can't have it all, man. <laughs> well, we have, we, have, we have that. Thank God. That's good. But, you know. Ugh. That's... It's the only good thing we've done here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. On to a lighter subject. <laughs> the war. <I'm> just... <laughs> yeah, dude. Right? We've, we've been gone. 
I was praying that I was like, damn, dude, me and Matt got fucking season two coming back, or uh, season two coming up. It's like this war needs to end so we don't have to talk about it because it is just brutal. Matt, mm-hmm. we attempted. Now, we're going to fill all of our listeners listeners in. It happens from time to time. Mm-hmm. We go off the rails a little bit and we can't um we can't express ourselves i guess how can i say this matt we can't talk about what we really want to talk about because then they're going to censor us and call us a bunch of fucking racist bigots and homophobes and all kinds of shit yeah i know it's fucking annoying yes so (laughs) i was hoping this would be uh done by that but it's not and matt fill us in what are your thoughts first off what are you what are your general thoughts of putin I think he's a fucking piece of shit. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> what else do I like? He's a fucking human uh, cum bucket, dude. He's a piece of shit. Did you Obviously. ever... He's One a thing I found super interesting, this was years ago, man. This is maybe... I don't know if he still does this, but... He would throw these huge hockey matches in these fucking arenas and then, like... There would be a bunch of players there who are like kind of like pretty decent, and he would just go out there and they would let him score like a hundred goals. Or there's these different things that he he would do like um, I think he found like ancient artifacts at the bottom of a sea once that he dove all the way down there and got some fucking wild shit. He's always doing this extraordinary human shit. Have yeah, you seen that a, stuff? He's a fucking dictator he's a strongman that's how you know they they manipulate people and you know believe they have this fucking kind of power almost like uh some kind of supernatural thing you know he has to have that mystique that's the kind of i'm i'm sure i i mean i wouldn't know i don't know how you know rt television is fucking run or whatever but i would imagine that's how he probably you know portrays himself in russia is this other worldly larger than life fucking dude, obviously. So, you know, that's the tactic of fucking all, you know, these these strongman dictators. That's what they do. You're talking about, you know, your Hitlers, your Mao Zedongs, your fucking Fidel Castros, you know, all these fucking horrible pieces of shit. You know, and they all had the... Uh, what's his name? Uh... Uh, goddamn Mussolini, Benito Mussolini, the fascist. That's just you know, they they that's what that's what they do. So obviously, what Putin's doing with these hockey matches and running around with, uh, fucking on these thoroughbred horses with his shirt off and shit, it's to portray an image, man. And that's that's all he really has, because obviously at this point we know that Russia has showed us their ass. They're nothing. In terms of like military, you know, strength or whatever, they can do shit. I mean, they can't even fucking take over Ukraine, which you know, good for Ukraine, man. I mean, they're those are some resilient people. Although Ukraine has its own, you know, corruption issues and everything like that. And I stand with their with their people and the innocent women and children and men that you know that have to endure this fucking war. Over forty, over forty million, man. Over Jesus forty million. Christ, yeah. God, war's hell, bro. No shit. 
you know, but you think they're the, using a uh, <laughs> lethal gasser? You think they're using some uh, illegal I shit? Mean, I'm sure we would have heard about it. I, I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of fucked up shit, but you know what, dude? That's the that's another thing about um, who do you who do you believe? Who who do we trust? I mean, obviously, what it's the is it the patriotic thing to just be like, well, well, you know, American media is saying it, so we gotta believe them. <laughs> really? I mean, it's 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 hard. You're right, man. You're I mean, right. if you were to fucking um. I mean, Russian media says something else, and yeah, obviously you can't trust that. It's 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 just uh, I, I is it gonna end. Yeah, well, how well, much death? One thing that I've I've just found like just wild, man. It's like we see we've seen so many videos of death now from this war, bodies in the streets, full buildings. <sighs> blocks whole villages whole communities wiped off this earth and what does that do to the younger generation there and them living through war and seeing dead bodies on the street well obviously it's going to shape their whole life their whole philosophy about everything is it so is it so salvageable to try to rebuild ukraine Oh, with the sure. potential of Russia yeah, doing the same thing again. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think uh, they're going to have to come to some major concessions with this fucking uh, piece of shit. You know, uh, Putin. Uh, Zelensky. Whatever, you know, he's going to have to get, they're going to have to give up something, man. They so want, I, know. I know, I know one of the things is they want the national language to be Russian. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. They already speak like some kind of like the same dialect or whatever. Something. I don't. Know. I mean, because Ukrainians are basically. I mean, they're Russians, aren't they? I don't know. Because I know that the that Ukraine and all that whole like area was you know the Soviet Union, and that's what Putin really wants. He wants to establish that sphere of influence, Soviet Union, you know, type. Fucking. He's an idiot, dude. No fucking way. He's trying to break, like get everything all set up back again. Yeah, dude. Like that's that what he wants. So he wants fucking to... wild, dude. Yeah, because he's a fan by XKGB. You know, that's the fucking uh, Soviet uh, CIA. So yeah, dude. His 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 said that the fall of the Soviet Union was the biggest tragedy of the 20th century. What a, what a psychopath, dude. You know. Wow. You talk about like the fucking Hala Demure, the. Gulag Archipelago. This is like fucking some of the most horrific shit in American <laughs> in world history. World history. World history. So it's like, what the fuck? Well, you know, he's a he's a no, he's a sociopath, dude. I just think he's a fucking asshole. You know, I see. I don't think he's stupid. I think he knows exactly what he's doing, man. I, I don't know. What do you if, think? What, how do you think? The leader of Ukraine has been handling everything. I mean, with I mean, it's brave, you know what I mean? He's he's obviously a brave dude. Um, it's commendable. And at this point, you know, hey, he stood they stood their ground. Good for them. Hopefully, you know, they they're not fully, you know, cut at the knees when when they have to divide. Because they're gonna have to come to an agreement, man. Passive. They have to. Yeah. Because eventually, you know, Europe is going to have to start buying their gas. 
And that's a whole nother thing, man. Give it the this war machine is powered by the gas, brother. And the way that you know Ah, that's a whole nother fucking thing, man. I'm not gonna go into it. But you know, but that's what happens, man, when you give power to these dictators. You know, the Germany was totally reliant on fucking uh, Russia because <laughs> they want these feel-good policies. And, you know, obviously when you, when you put things a certain way, it's kind of hard to argue against them. And not to say that, you know, climate change and all this shit, you know, isn't an issue. But, I mean, come on, man. You got you to gotta be reasonable about certain things. You know, you got to look yeah. at big picture yeah. shit, you know? And just like totally cutting yourself off and being dependent and then giving power to a fucking like, dude. Okay. It's like, I, you know what? We're going to give power to Satan. <laughs> We're going to rely on Satan to be a good dude. <laughs> like, all, all right. But whatever, man. Wild, man. I think, uh, I think the whole war is just unfortunate. And hopefully the people, this just so much loss of life, man. Not only that, just, Loss of hope for these kids. Loss of damn, just it's just fucked up. And you it's know just what? Totally really, fucked up. Oh, dude, absolutely. And what really tripped me out is how quickly everyone was to fucking like, you know, like, hey, we gotta go and uh, help these people and shit. But ring the war like, bells and shit. Yeah, dude. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, wow. The fucking uh, that united the left and the right really quick, dude. Talking about and what was your thought on uh, Biden not not pulling the trigger? I think that was the one good thing he's done so far is not leading us into fucking World War Three. I think so too. I think so. He can't. He can't. He he has no. He can't. And at this point, Ukraine knows we're not. We're not. We're not coming to help. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, you can. I mean, it's dude. It's a nuclear. This is a nuclear thermonuclear power. When you're talking about Russia and they got the big, I mean, their bombs suck, but they got the big ones, man. Their their nukes, they got more than us, and they're fucking deadlier than ours because they're a lot of them are gravity bombs. They don't have the technology that we do, and it, that you know, it's funny how you bring up, uh, you know, what do you think this is going to do to the psychology or whatever of Ukraine if it's possible to rebuild? Yes, obviously, it's it's possible to rebuild. Look at Japan; they had nuclear bombs actually j- dropped on them. And this yeah. goes into the to the to the whole aspect of it's going to change how they think. Holy shit, yeah, dude. Because look at uh, look at Japan. You're talking about a culture for thousands of years, dude. Had like this really deep, like you know, war. Like the the it was a you know the samurai and everything. It was it, the war was a big part of their culture, dude. And it was you know, it was a proud thing for them. And even during World War II, they're like, shit, Germany may have surrendered, but Japan will fight. Man, that's what they said. They were willing to, to fight to the end. So they had to, you know, balance the, you know, the options, nuclear bombs. That's all to, to say, like, that totally changed the way that they, they became. They went from a, from a war culture to a fucking pacifist culture like dude <laughs> i'm serious yeah we we, we 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 watched those video clips man remember our japan with those with, with those blow up dolls and shit remember that yeah well i mean that's a whole other fucking weird old shit that i mean you know hey every every civilization oh, has man, a weird fucking but that's totally but, look, but look at how it changed them man 
So yeah, the people of Ukraine are going to be totally changed forever. Uh, this is going to be a generational thing, dude. Like you know, like the people in Britain during the Blitzkrieg and shit. Fucking horrible thing. I don't know if people know this or not. That's why I thought it was fucking really short-sighted and stupid for all these idiots. They go and they change their BLM flags to fucking uh, Ukrainian flags. <laughs> like, okay, what are you saying? And then you have fucking morons like Sean Penn. And I don't know why the fuck Sean Penn looks like the son of a bitch. Oh, he's going to destroy his, his like he, he's, he look. This guy looks like he fucking rolls out of a goddamn gutter. This fucking millionaire. Like, what a piece of shit. Whatever. Anyway, like these idiots saying that we got to go in there and help and, and fight for these people. The fuck? Like these, so this motherfucker does not realize what war is. Obviously, man, if he wants more of yeah, it, man. Jesus Christ! I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think we'll, uh, I think we'll leave it where it lies. I don't think we're gonna bring that back up. I mean, the wars, unless we get involved. I, you know, I don't see us talking about that again. But you know, God yeah, bless yeah, all this people. Is it, but yeah, you, you know, know, hopefully everyone is okay. Yeah, play Metal Gear Solid. That scene where Mario gets shot and she tells Snake that war is ugly and there's nothing glorious about it. She's right. It's true, man. It's true. So, Matt, um, it has come that time. You have talked a lot, but you one thing it always seems to stump you. I have talked a and, lot, uh, but I haven't showed you my cock. <laughs> Are you just going to talk all night, bro? There's going to be any action. Um, Where's that? I thought I was promised dick pics. Where are the dick pics? <laughs> oh man. Oh um yeah. Just just a reminder to everyone. Uh, make sure you guys check us out on Spotify. Check us out on uh, Google Podcast. Follow um not check us out, but make sure you guys subscribe or follow. I don't even know how Spotify works. I think it's subscribe. Make sure you guys subscribe to oh. our stuff. And uh, we're gonna be next episode. We're gonna go a little bit lighter. I think we're gonna bring some um maybe like some uh billboard top top 100 again we could do something a little a little uh, loose because man the world preview? is rough bro next time on underground snm kid falls from ride oh you remember that one too damn man that video certainly made a splash <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt, uh, uh, after that, <laughs> well, I I just hope his parents weren't there to witness that. It was fucking horrible. Oh, it's so terrible, man. But um, Matt, uh, <laughs> your final thought, and I will not accept be the change you want to see out there, people. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, that's number one, dude. You got to be the change you want to see out there. That is number one. Ladies but... and gentlemen, Matt's final thought. My final thought of the night is think about it. Think about the things that you do because everything you do has a certain ramification, whether you know it or not. Maybe not now, maybe not tomorrow, but someday. And then later that day, it comes back to bite you in the ass. So think about what you do. Think about your actions because usually sooner rather than later, they're a problem. So wow. you know, that kind of I think that kind of encompasses what we talked about today when it talks about, you know, your local uh, elections and everything like that, no matter how you look at it or how you side, you know, you should look at, you know, how things are going to affect you. And also when it comes to aspects of like war, 
you know, yes, obviously we don't want women and children to suffer. No, fuck no, that's bad. But to just rush in like, you know, we're fucking Team America World Police or whatever. I don't know if you guys noticed, but we're fucking horrible at that. We even invade wrong countries sometimes. <laughs> For 20 years. It's like fucking 13 dead service people isn't enough. We need more blood. Like, gee, Jesus Christ. We're bad at this. We're bad at this. So, yeah, man. You know, just think about it. Think we about your We the wrong country. <laughs> we did. We, it's fucking hilarious. Okay, it's funny, dude. It's like, okay, we uh, we go to war because we got attacked. And obviously, people felt we have to do something, right? Okay, whatever. That's But we invade the wrong country, and then we're allies with the country that these uh, – but what? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. People are stupid. Goes back to your final thought. Think. Think about it, dude. Yeah, because it feels good, right? Yeah, let's, we got to kill somebody for this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, we want to thank everyone who has uh, stood with us and followed along. Season 2, Episode 1. Happy we got that shit in the books. Matt. Matt. Man. I hope you have a Yo. good night, man. Tell the people. Peace. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. We'll see you guys. Have a good night, guys.